0: Okay, we're back. So uh, it's been a long time uh, since we did a 7020 podcast. Uh, lots of stuff's gone on since then. We, uh, we started a men's group. I uh, had a lot of success with that. I did um, started a doctorate program, so that's nuts. I'm, I'm, I'm a sadomasochist, but it's, uh, it's a doctorate in Christian leadership through uh, uh, Liberty University. Uh, really has been incredibly interesting. I, I hope to bring some of that content here. Uh, but if you'll notice, uh, Martin is not with us, um, and he probably won't be with us. He'll be with us off and on uh, every now and then. But for the most part, my new partner in crime is uh, Peyton. Uh, Peyton can introduce himself in just a moment. He cannot, not a lot of talk right now, but he can introduce himself in just a moment. But, we, but we're really, really excited, man. I've, uh, he joined our men's group about, what was it? Um, three months ago? Three months ago. God, has it been?
1: it feels like it's been a really long time. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> borderline summer.
0: Yeah, that's wild. So uh, Peyton joins the men's group. We um, really well-read guy. Lots of fun to talk to. Has a lot of um, a lot of insight. Um, considerably younger than me, but we don't like to talk about that. But considerably younger than me. Uh, so it has a unique perspective, and uh, I really appreciate that. But uh, uh, maybe Peyton, introduce yourself a little bit, and we'll get uh, we'll get into today's topic.
1: Yeah. Um, so my name's Peyton. Like I said, joined the men's group. Just kind of was looking for exactly what I got out of it. Um, some brotherhood and some good guys that I could kind of unload some stuff that was going on in my life. And I was actually just kind of reflecting today that, you know, um, when we were talking back when the men's group is going to be ending, it's, it was almost like there was still so much work to do. And that Mm kind of was, was bumming me out. But as time goes on, it's almost like it's more and more to where I just understand what these concepts look like in my life without needing constant counsel. And that's, that's kind of a good feeling. So, um, it's working the way it was supposed to, but yeah, long story short, um, I run a roofing company and always just kind of been like a entrepreneur type spirit, trying to do my own thing and make my own destiny per se. Yeah.
0: Not just a roofing company, but, um, you got yourself an overlander truck. and uh... Yes.
1: Love to climb and camp and, Anything that involves being outside.
0: I've seen some pictures of you basically hanging off the side of a cliff. Yes,
1: just looking at the photos sort of freaks me
0: out a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, it's clearly a clearly you dig it, right? I
1: mean, you never really get to the point where you are not afraid to fall. You just kind of it's it's more fun to be doing the actual climbing than the fear is. So, I don't know. Yeah, some people think that you know climbing is you're like trumping that fear, but that's not really it. I still get really scared but it's if, just more exhilarating do you get sta- scared standing on the
0: ground looking up at no yeah, that's mm-hmm. when, that's when my fear
1: it's really you know the, have you
0: repelled oh yeah it's so a repellent mm-hmm. man that little i could i could do it just fine once i was over but
1: that right going over going the over, edge yeah, oh my absolutely. god just freaking yeah you, know. you just kind of develop a love for what climbing is and get less scared but yeah i mean climbing is climbing is the life
0: well i know your instagram looks a heck of a lot cooler than mine does so
1: pair that with photography, and it that hurts me a little. Make some nice photos. Yeah,
0: no doubt about it. Definitely live in the Instagram lifestyle. Except for you're actually living it, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So you so so today we just want to talk a little bit about this idea of um, of doing. I'm not doing life by yourself. Yeah. Right. And um, and some of the challenges associated with that, and and really what small groups can do uh, for you, mm-hmm. and how you can kind of experience that, and. That's why I thought it was a really great first podcast with you because we talk a little bit about maybe how you came to the idea that you would even go to a small group, how you mm-hmm. how you found our particular small group sure. and then what why, why did you start looking? Like
1: what, Yeah, that's a good question. Like I said, I was I've kind of been reflecting on this a little bit recently. Um and what I've realized is that I actually wasn't looking at all. And in the beginning, I remember cuz Flatirons really pushes small groups pretty hard. Even now they're doing it. Um not as much as they were, but and I, I guess I've kind of always had this mentality for as long as I can remember that being a self-made man and being someone who actually can can take care of their their things on their own and, and not have to rely on other people is a good thing. And so e- even though I was realizing that I can let people in and it's actually beneficial for me to not be completely independent in my life, um, the idea of a small group didn't really appeal to me just because it almost seemed it almost seemed like, why would I need that? Like, right. why, you know, what, what?
0: What is so messed up in me that I yeah, can't do this on my exactly. own? exactly. Right? You,
1: you just don't understand until you've been in it what that kind of communion brings, mm-hmm. I guess. So, um, yeah, I mean, for the longest time. Well, going, you never see, like, the now in theaters. Yeah, exactly. Made in just a small group. Right. Right. It's and, not a it's And it's kind of what I'm talking about with the book, understanding that so many, like, that kind of lifestyle is what leads to to things like porn addictions and stuff like that. You know, just not having men in your life that can counsel you and make you feel... Anyway, long story short. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but
0: what's the the difference? So you say that, but I think everybody would say they have some men in their life. mm, So what's the difference between this and like having a friend?
1: (sighs) That's a great question. Um, That's what I'm here for. I, I think it's a mindset thing, you know, because it's not... A lot of people can say maybe they have confidence in other people, but if that person doesn't share the same mindset to want to be better than they currently are, it doesn't matter because Mm. they're not going to push you to that level that you need to go to, to actually fix it. You know Mm. what I mean? Like it's, it's one thing. And it's what you talk about all the time with counseling where, um, you know, any, most people can find someone, a confidant that they can unload things on. Sure. But if that person isn't actively trying to get them to grow in who God tells them they are through that, it doesn't really matter Mm. because just, just putting it out in the world doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah. Um, I think about that uh, yeah. verse in the Bible. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out and put it in the show notes or something. <laughs> but, but basically that you're not a uh, – you'll never be a prophet in your own land. Right. And I, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. And it's the baggage you know, that you yeah. grow up with. It's the stories that you – it's the persona that you've created with the people that you know and love. And, and it's not a falsity right it it is who it is an aspect of who you are it is a face of who 97%, you 97% yeah, yeah but but there's some po- portion of it a really important portion right that maybe is not something that you share right. uh, it it just doesn't fit in uh, my my so my daughter has like 19 instagram pages and mm-hmm. apparently and I didn't know this Uh, But you want all your Instagram pages to have a theme. Mm. And if you step outside this theme, then you really, for that, you need to start another Instagram page, right? right? And, uh, you know, to the point where like there's color themes. Yeah. Again, I was not, I was unaware of the various nuances, but uh, there's color themes. uh, Story. Yeah. You bet. And so, um, so I think it's sort of like that with friends too, right? I mean, you have this, you Mm. have this experience with them and and if you want to step outside that theme. Right. It, it is really difficult to yep. step outside that groove. That's and, a great way to put it. And uh, and so you're challenged a little bit. I think some men would say they're, they're lucky enough to have a friend who they can really unload it on. But right. to your point, it, you do need that person who maybe has a different perspective on life and, and right. is trying to do something different. And yep. what I really find interesting about our men's group and why I'm so excited that you're there along with a few others is just the variation in age. Mm. Uh, it is... Um, yeah. It's really wild. Mm. Uh, we have some really young guys. I think you're technically the youngest. Mm-hmm. I think I think you are the youngest, yeah. right? Yeah, I
1: think
0: and, so. And uh, and I think unfortunately I'm the oldest which is deeply disturbing. Um but but it's but it's been really good. And I I think one of the things I like most about about our group and I think what you should look for in a group is there's a lot of um Cross conversation, right? Right. It's not. Uh, it's not top down. I don't think it's particularly. At least we try not to create a very condescending environment. Right. But as you so so you're out. You're looking. Uh, you're looking for uh, where well, you're not looking. Right. So right. how do, how do you go from not looking for something, and then finding it?
1: Yeah, I think it comes along with my journey into humility, mm. honestly, um, because everything I described that was keeping me from looking was an ego thing. Um, it was it was me thinking that I was better than that. Um, so I think when I started seeking out the ways in my life that I, I, w- I was creating a false sense of, of pride that didn't need to be there, God showed me. One of the ways it was was in like, community and stuff like that. Because um, I, I, I'm a type of person where I, I very much enjoy alone time. I very much enjoy doing things by myself. I yeah. don't mind going camping by myself. And it, it's not because... I'm necessarily lonely, but it's it's just that I I've always.
0: Oh, you're a very self-reflective sure, individual. Yeah,
1: sure. So if you pair that with the issue of community, then you get to see where you can easily, with that kind of mindset, um, think that maybe you don't need that, or maybe it's not good. So um, where where I made the shift, where I decided that maybe I did, was um, when God started showing me people in my life that are already there that I didn't have to go out and seek for, um, that by me not letting them in enough was detrimenting me. Um, and so when I realized that it wasn't very long until Flatirons talked about a men's group again. So I just had a moment in my truck one day while I was working where I'm just like, okay, well they make it easy get on the website and sure. type in where you live. And so I did and prayed, uh, cause you know, there was lots of options. Um, oh, like 500 new groups, I think, in that church. Yeah, that's insane. And, and what's really crazy is, like I said, upon reflecting on this, um, I, I'm pretty lucky to have found this first try. That's, mm-hmm. that's I think, because I, I think I might have been discouraged if I got into something that wasn't this first mm-hmm. from trying again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the case for a lot of people, especially the guys, some of the guys in our group who talk about their horror stories from sure. other groups. Um, and they didn't, and they kept looking. And and I didn't have that deep desire that that would have maybe propelled me to keep looking. So I guess I'm pretty fortunate in a way, but humility, I think is, is honestly the answer there.
0: Yeah. Um, if you guys are hearing a bell, <laughs> it's cause we have a dog at our studio today and he is being uncooperative. Um, That's okay. and that was, I wasn't laughing at you a minute ago. He was actually leaning against the camera, scratching himself and the whole camera is like shaking back and forth. <laughs> Those are good times. Um, no, but but it's an interesting question, right? So, so, you, so you say God started to, to 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 work with you a little bit. What does mm-hmm. what the what do you mean by that? What what makes you think that anything needed to change?
1: I mean, for for a lot of my life, I didn't think a lot did right, and that's the point is that the more you see God, the more he he doesn't allow that kind of thinking. So, it, a lot of it wasn't me. A lot of it was just me choosing to follow after a God that makes that type of living not, not possible, you know? Yeah. Um, and when you do that, you you don't have to, you don't get to choose. You just get shown.
0: Do do you feel like you were saying no to it for a while? Yeah,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because my background with a divorced and and really broken family was that you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and make your life what you want it to. And, and that's great. Um, until that becomes an idol, mm-hmm. until that kind of life becomes all that you're worshiping in your in your life. Right. And then it's detrimental. And, yeah. and when you start seeking God, he shows you, yes, okay, you can have this entrepreneurial spirit. You can make your life exactly how you need it to be. But to do that well, you need other people. Right. And you need other people who are smarter than you. And you need other people who can teach you things. And And, and not only that, but if you want to do it better than everyone else, because that's the path that a lot of people are on.
0: I, I think there's, there's, you know, there's a lot to that, right? I mean, if you, if you start having an honest conversation about God, about your life, and about what your challenges are, and 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 what you want to be, or or maybe what you feel like is missing, you, you don't have that fixed, mm-hmm. because you're not the kind of person who has it fixed, right? You're not that kind of person. Yeah. If you were that kind of person, it would be fixed, exactly. And so what God's going to need to do is he's going to need to change you.
1: Yeah, your heart, actually.
0: Right? And he'll start doing that by asking you to do things that you don't really want to do. Right? right? I mean, there's a—we talk a lot about in the men's group this idea of friction. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like when you feel friction, on the other side of friction is, is your salvation. Right. right? That That's where you need to go. That That's where—that's God saying, hey, look, for you to be that different kind of person, you're going to have to change, and change is difficult and challenging and hard, and and, and that's why it feels like friction, and you just got to push through it. So, so you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, you arrive at some um, uh, some some guy's uh, office space, mm-hmm. and you roll onto the back. and And so, what, what 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 does that look like? What does that feel like?
1: At first, it was kind of unnerving because I'm not I'm not super good at doing things alone. I mean, it, it would have been great to have someone there where I wasn't the only person meeting everybody.
0: Would it have been now that you know what you know?
1: No, yes, and no. I mean, now that I know what I know, it's. You know, of course I could say probably not, but thinking, I, I mean. No, it's,
0: but it's really, it's really important point, right? Because do you think you could have done what you've done in the group if someone who'd known you for a long time had a I see what you? you're saying.
1: No, absolutely not. Uh, and, and that, that's a blessing in disguise that I didn't realize. Yet. Right. But, but also the, the seeing the other people there who it was their first time as well made me feel a little bit better, you know, it, it's just hard for me to walk in any to anything with with people I don't know and and start being myself but it it wasn't I I can say this is one of the the few things where it wasn't very hard um, because it's just like-minded individuals yeah I I know that I don't have to give the 100% right at the beginning to really discover that and then I can slowly ease out and I can start giving more and more percentages of who I truly am but when I realized that the group was what it was I mean, that, that was, you know, it was BS at that point. I, any sort of, any sort of resistance that I would have had was gone. Um, and yeah, you're to your point. No, I, I could have never come where I am in the group being around someone that I know. And I struggle with that even opening up in the ways that I do with, with the guys, um, with some people that I felt like I was on that level with before because you just discover that it's not the same.
0: (laughs) I think that's huge though, because I think a lot of people who, who maybe listen to this would say, "Well, I don't really want to go to a group, or I want to go with a friend." Right. And and what I find is the problem if you go with a friend mm-hmm. is that becomes a safe space for you to yeah. retract to. Right. Uh, it becomes a place where you can kind of sit down and compare notes and be like, "Man, do you see that guy's shirt?" Yeah. Oh right. my gosh. And and it and it creates an us versus them environment. Yep. But when it's just you, there's no
1: us. <laughs> yeah. It also starts forming like uh, the social club. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're not you're not working out as much as you should be.
0: That's right. So so you go in, you you kind of settle settled in, you you start to realize that this is a place that you can open up in mm-hmm. why? Why is this a place that you can do that? What what do you think
1: got you there? It was pretty apparent to me. I I mean I I don't think it's something I can necessarily articulate fully, but when when you ask for something from God and He provides it, you kind of just have an intuition. Mm. Um and I had that. I I knew that I was asking for something, even though I didn't know it was in the form of a group and God provided. And, and I recognized that really, really early into the group. Um, but time, be, going more and more and discovering what the group really was is is really the only thing that can actually get you there. Sure. and And working out. What know. is the group? You know, when we did the... When we did the the interviews a little while back is as, as genuine as that was i th- I think my mindset was more what was more the social club aspect. It was a it was the truest form of the social club that that I could have gotten. So maybe back then I would have I would have told Thomas that it was a band of brothers and it was people that I knew would would have my back and that I can be ninety nine percent honest with now now it's it's a gym. I love the metaphor that you bring to that because more often than not i just leave with with so many questions and so many things that i realize that i need to work on but it's not it's not bad and it's not shame ridden right and, and and there's such a difference of that when you when you look at who you are and there's not shame behind it because that that doesn't come from god and god's not trying to shame you into changing um, oh my gosh
0: no so As,
1: and, and and i i almost can't sit in churches when I get, and
0: I think all churches sort of sometimes will veer in that direction. Right. Uh, there's just such a long
1: history right. of that being the approach. Well, and a lot of them don't understand what their shame is in their own life.
0: Uh, they don't, and but that's not God. God just wants you to stop doing things that are screwing you, right? And right. Uh, and there's so many things that you're doing that hurt you every day, right? Uh, he just wants you to quit. Right. He could care less. It's not shame. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're forgiven. Far right. from his perspective, you you, you have no sin in Yeah. Right. So what what's the real problem? Problem is you continue to do things that that screw you. Right. And you got to stop doing those things. But I like what you said a, a minute ago about the interviews. Um. So so we watch those and mm-hmm. post and um. Uh. What I kept hearing people say over and over again is, "Well, I just got a friend." Mm. And that's great like we want people to have relationships and to be friends but we don't mm-hmm. right at some level what we really want is we want a gym right, right? we want a workout partner yeah. we want someone you go in and you feel a little uncomfortable the next day yep. you're still processing what happened the night before people are not so much your friend and not so worried about your feelings that they won't ask you a really hard question right and um and so that was a little concerning because I didn't know how we deal with that. Because I want people to be friends, but yeah. but we didn't. Uh, shortly thereafter, we had that meeting, right? <laughs> right. And it's the meeting where I stood with the whiteboard and said, "Guys, this isn't a social club, right? Right. This is a gym. We're yeah." Here to work and
1: and out. I mean, speaking for myself, that's that's the night it changed for me. Hmm. Yeah, that's and and not just because of the metaphor, but because of of what we did to to break down those walls and to turn it into a gym. And, and it, it's it's not that it was ever, it's not that it was ever an environment that fostered that instead of a gym or fostered a social club instead of a gym. It was, it was our mindsets. That's right. And it, it was,
0: because the, the gym is the, right. pl- the the physical place. It's got the machines The people are working out. Right. I right. mean, it can still be a social club exactly. or it can be a gym.
1: Yeah. Right. So yeah, it, that, that was important. Um, and, and that was, that was really the night for me where I just realized, which is the night that I kind of broke down and just made myself known and, um,
0: Okay, so you make yourself known. This is mm-hmm. really good.
1: That's what, when it turned into a yeah, game for me personally. Yeah,
0: that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit about that. What what would make someone in a small group want to just finally say, "Okay, screw it. I'm I'm willing to be honest." What what was the catalyzing? Did you just jump, or or did you expect to get something out from the other side?
1: No, I didn't expect to get something from the other side. But I, well, I mean from God, yes, but not, not any sort of worldly things. Um, to be, I would be lying if I said it didn't help to be last for, for the type of person that I am. Um, if I would have gone first, I don't think it would have ended the same. And it's because I just had a chance to see other people and, and what that looked like for them and how beneficial that was for them. But the watching a mixture of watching everybody and just deciding that, I had come into something where, the and what I have now in the group is what I wanted from the start, but I wasn't getting that because I still was putting on a, fa- a mask. Sure, um, and it just clicked in that moment that it was just time to stop. Mm-hmm. So, so but, do you, but, you know,
0: do you know what you wanted that you weren't getting? No. Do you know now? That's a good question. <laughs> I have a theory that everybody desperately wants to be known.
1: Yeah. I mean, in, in the simplest form, yes, that's it for, I, I know that. I just think that that's, it's too vague for my mind to be comfortable with. It, it,
0: it, it sounds, um, it's simple, but right?
1: but that is it. Yeah, but that, that is it. it. And I, and I don't have, and I mean, that's, that's a thing reading this book about this guy and the author talks about how, um, before before he got to where he is now before he made himself known i mean he was running with like prostitute rings and and just doing all this crazy stuff behind his wife's back and led this completely other life and you know there there's nothing like that on my record where i was just crushing people's lives by not being known mm-hmm. but it's just, it just all comes back to pride that's right you know it just it all comes back to seeming weak or or seeming that i'm incapable or broken or um, and yeah, I, I wanted, I wanted whatever was on the other side of that without having, having to do that part. Do the work. Yeah, exactly. I, man, me too. Yeah.
0: Like a gym, right? Yeah. <laughs> but no, you're right. That's, yeah. that's,
1: that's, that's good. I haven't, I haven't articulated it a lot, but it's to be known. Yeah. It's, it's weird because we spend a lot of
0: time, um, creating a false, uh, like say, creating persona, creating, mm-hmm. a, creating a persona that's crafted, uh, it's usually crafted to get something out of other people, mm-hmm. you know, um, and the problem when you have a persona that you've crafted to get out of other to get what you want out of other people is creates a give and take relationship. And that's mm-hmm. unfortunate because one of the things that we really focus on in, uh, in the men's group is this idea that what well, you're supposed to get everything you need from God, mm-hmm. literally everything. Mm-hmm. And some people say, well, yeah, but what about lo- like love from your wife? Right. I, it, that's we'll call that bonus. Mm-hmm. That's a bonus. It's a bonus if your wife loves you, because mm. you're supposed to get it from God. Right. Uh, it's a bonus if you have friends who uh, enjoy your time, right? Because you're supposed to get it from God. Right. Um, now, as you focus on your identity in God, and then you turn that in, turn that around, and you try to flow out to other people, you try to bless other people with what God's given you, you're going to have friends. Sure. But you're not doing it for that feedback loop right. anymore. And that's what radically changes. Whenever you break the need for a feedback loop... yeah. When you can finally just say, okay, here's who I am. You know what? Who cares? And, and you'll hear people say, a lot, well, who cares what, what anybody thinks about me? I don't care about any right. of that. That in and of itself is its own weird little persona. Yeah. Right? You do care, sure. right? What you really have done is you've insulated yourself from care. You're saying you don't care, but that's just because you don't want to be hurt anymore. Right. That doesn't mean that you're known.
1: Yeah. It's a form of insecurity, if you ask me, in and of itself to think that way.
0: Yeah. And 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 uh, you meet these people and they, they seem really, and, and it's not, right? You Someone who, and so weird, right? especially with men you're stronger right the more transparent you can be yeah absolutely like if you can be That's weak That's not what the
1: world tells you though I know
0: right yeah. but if you can be weak in front of someone else and still be strong like mm, it's sort right. of this weird mix but if right. you can do those two things and you do it honestly right uh, you create a um I was telling my daughter today uh, what I believe women are actually whenever they say they're 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 attracted to Confident, quote unquote, men. Mm-hmm. It's a man who re- who wants a woman but doesn't need her. Right. He didn't need her anymore, mm. right? But he wants her, but mm. he doesn't need her. In other words, there's not some hole that would be unfilled in his life if he didn't have a woman. And and it this plays into this idea of identity because it's like it's like part of that is is like here I am, I'm broken, but I don't need you to fill this hole, right? but I'm okay with letting
1: you know that it even exists, right? Right. So that's cool, but I don't need you to fix this for me, right? A, a huge part of that too is, I mean, you can you can make it, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. You can make yourself known to whoever you want, known to whoever you want. And, and if you do, that helps, but it, it doesn't do anything unless you're known before God, no, you know? Yeah, and, you can't and even get there. Right? That's no, the you're biggest right. thing, yeah. You're absolutely so right. So having, having men that you are known with and, and counseled to, to walk you through that and have more experience than you do to to reflect on that as one thing, but at the same time, people don't realize that they're actually not being known to god and and that you know whereas God knows everything it's it's nothing new to him <laughs> you you still are not presenting your true self to God when you're asking for things or when you're letting him lead your life
0: well, you know it's funny though because you're right you can you can not be known to God because you're hiding from God mm. <clears throat> when Adam committed the first sin right. he hid yeah but God knew where he was at. Right. But God's just real polite. Right. Right. He's not going to come busting down the door. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's going to let you do what you need to do. And so you get this false sense of that you are hiding. Right. That you can't be seen. When in reality, you are totally seen. Yeah. And uh, man, if you can do that before God, then it makes it a lot easier to do it before men. And I think there's a, there's an interplay there, right? If you could sort of do it, do it together, see right. it being done, see it modeled being done, yeah. and then you can do it. So, so now that you've gone through this, you sort of you say, okay, fine. Uh, here's who I am. Uh, now that you're sort of on the other side of this thing, what'd you learn?
1: What did I learn?
0: What are you most proud of?
1: I'm proud that I was able to humble myself enough to take that step to, you know. I, I think even in a even in a situation like that night, it, it would be fine, and and most people would never know the difference between one hundred ninety nine percent. Um, but I would know. How big is that difference? It's huge. It's it's it is the it is the entire goal is in that lies in the one percent. Um, so I'm I'm proud that I was able to seek God enough and and listen to God on on such a personal level where. I was able to make to bridge that gap.
0: And when you think about your future now, how how do you think that how's that changed? How's it evolved? Because I, I, I know when i I know when I met you, um, you're crushing it. Mm. And all was well with the world, but when we got into the work around, what was your passion and what were you right. dreaming of? There's sort of a void there, right? And, Which still
1: hasn't been completely filled, but well, I think not I, in the same way that it wasn't.
0: Yeah, well, I think there's always a temptation to fill it with um, to fill it with some uh, financial goal, some uh, material goal. I, I think I think what happens is is you you realize, especially as you step into the concept of flow, and you really get the concept of flow, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, I can do more, right it's just a sense that you can do more right in really amazing and sort of rich um ways yeah you know what i mean for sure so as you as you kind of come to a close that what i mean is that where are you where are you now
1: i i i, do, I don't have my my vision dialed yet um And so to, to get that more secure is, is one thing, but what I do know that's different from when I started this is what I, what I view my purpose as and and what I view my role in the kingdom of God as is completely different. And that's, I feel myself gravitating more and more away from the material things that I have sought after for so long and, and not because of what they are, but just because of my heart being transformed. So I would love to continue to seek out what mediums I can be influential in that. Um, and, and at the same time I've, I've spent so long, collecting all this knowledge and and wisdom and and all these things. And I just hoard it, you know, and, and and I, I want to figure out how I can share that and how I can make that, make that more accessible.
0: That sounds like the beginning of a vision to me. Yeah. And, um, I really like the way you said that. I mean, to me, it's, it's, it's just, it's almost like, I don't care what your uh, you could say, "Well, I want to have four homes and a mansion in Hollywood Hills, mm. and you want to have." Uh, I'm, I'm a personally a big fan of the uh, G wagon. I yeah. like to have one. I also want a jet. Yeah, but, so. <laughs> but when you step away from that and you realize this other thing that we're talking about is actually bigger, right? Than that, mm-hmm. that's weird. Yeah, it is. It's weird because I think that's pretty big, right? Um, and we've talked about this before, but I, I a while back I, uh, as far as the jets concerned, I'd step back and said I don't really want a jet, right? Because if I had a jet right now, it would just serve me, right? right? I would just fly around, and entertain myself, and sounds interesting. But I know enough now about the kingdom to know that that would be very unsatisfying, right? And now, now I want a life that has a jet, right? That needs a jet rather, for sure. I want one that needs one. I don't need one right now. I'd love to have a a a life that is so. Committed, right, to to having to be somewhere and to do something, right. and that thing is so important that it it justifies right being being flown personally there, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Like maybe it's on a dirt strip somewhere in freaking uh, you know New, or Mexico, or right. I, I don't know what that looks like, or maybe I got to do three churches across the country and three and th- win three nights or whatever, right? I, it has to be so important, and so when I say a life that needs one, I don't mean you know, kind of needs one. Right. I mean, like there's no other way to do what we're trying sure. to do without it. Yeah, uh, That would be cool for me. Yep. Right. It, and if I, if I never get one, but my life even gets close to that, right. I would consider that a huge win. Yeah. Right. You know? um, So, so that's been, that's been interesting uh, even as I've stepped away and said, okay, there's something much bigger than what I thought was there. Right. And I was always sort of the I never felt drawn to dig wells in Africa and, you know, I'd go right. to church and I always felt really bad because I would what I'd never called the missions. Yeah. But as it turns out, we live in an age where there's a whole new kind of mission field. Absolutely. And it may be a mission field that was designed specifically for the types of skills that you have yeah. and for the types of skills that I have. Yeah. And that, that gets me super excited. For sure. And so really happy to be kind of back on the 1720 podcast bandwagon. Uh, but before uh, before we close today, I just want to ask you a couple things because I know there's a lot of people who do small groups. There's maybe even someone listening who's thinking about starting a small group. Is there maybe a couple things that you would say, hey, look, if you're going to do one, here's the kind of environment or here's like three things that you would mm. do that you think would be particularly useful? Sure.
1: Yeah, you can't you can't be disingenuous in any way. And in my opinion, that looks like censoring things about yourself that um, you think may offend other people or, you know, in particularly your your choice of language or how you choose, because all that leads to is powder coating and, yeah. or, yeah, powder coating, powder sugar coating. Sugar, sugar coating. coating, coating. Let's well, A-powder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All that leads to is sugar coating. So, you know, you just you can't do it without having your truest self dialed. And, and I think if I would have come into the group and, and saw that, either Martin or yourself were doing that it would have been it would have been almost impossible for me to get where i am because although maybe you would argue you don't have it completely figured out it's it's enough to where you set the example so that we can be comfortable doing it ourselves
0: no, I like what you said there. So completely figured it out. Definitely don't. Mm. But if you're thinking about starting a small group, you just need to be two steps in front, one to two steps yeah. in front of the people you're trying to help. You right. don't have to actually have it all figured out. Right. You just need to be a little further down the road right. than the people you're trying to help. And then to your point, be super transparent about yeah. that. Be super transparent about where you are. Right. Um. And we spend a lot of time doing that. And I would also, I think you said something else, don't worry about offending someone. There are certainly people who we drove away, right? right who our style was not their style. right? I think it is much better... For someone to go to a group and say, "This is for me," mm. or "Oh my God, this is definitely not for me," right? That lukewarm in the middle yeah, exactly. is really, in, and everybody sort of shoots for that. Like I want everybody to sort of like me. I don't right. want everybody to sort of like us. I either want them to love the group mm-hmm. or absolutely hate the group, right? And uh, and I think that's what really what you want to shoot for. Yeah. That middle of the road is not going to create any kind of passion in anybody. It's not going to create. Uh, they're not. Going to, they're not going to come when it's not comfortable, right? But they're going to come if if it's like oh my god i love this thing right. this is this is amazing so that that's really good so d- uh being really transparent genuine yeah. anything else
1: i think everything else stems from that to be honest yeah i think that's the biggest thing that's lacking in in most other groups and, and and not to say that ours is is completely figured out but it's got that and and that that's how everything else can come um so yeah i would say i mean i think you can you can find most of what you're looking for in most other groups, if so, you're even if you're or in, unless you're lacking that,
0: right? So, so we do a combination of uh, of structured content one week and then sort of uh, one on one, we we'll call it one on one unstructured time right. the next week. Uh, do Do you feel like you need some sort of structure? The answer could be no. It's like, first, your, your structure is horrible. No. I don't need that.
1: At first, I didn't. At first, I didn't because, like we talk about um, with how we structure this, I just I like things to be more organic. Mm-hmm. But I think they are with even even with the the structure that it has. So I wouldn't necessarily say you need you need it to be. I think it more depends on who who's teaching it. Yeah. If if you need it to be that way, then yes. But if 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 it draw or if it discredits the, the genuineness of the group. And if it takes away from that, then no. One of the things that, because, you know, there have been several times where you have, um, like that night where you have had something written out one way and God's maybe telling you to take it another way. And it would have never turned out that way if, if you hadn't listened. So it, with, with that being said, I mean, some of the best things come from unstructuredness, but can you?
0: No, no, you're absolutely right. So one of the things that uh, before Martin and I started this 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 latest session of the group is, I I was just really against processing people, Mm -hmm. right? And um, there's a lot of training out there for small groups. It's like, oh, you're going to have a talker. Mm. Make sure not to make sure not to let him talk too long. Right. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe he needs to talk. Right. uh, You know. And uh, now, if they're not going to be real with you, if they're not going to do the work, then shut it down. Right. But if you've got someone willing to do the work. That's an amazing miracle. Right. Right. And as a group leader, you got to go, okay, here's a guy willing to do the work. They're willing to have a real conversation. Uh, and it's something they feel like they need to get off their chest. And we we've spent entire meetings where we talked 80, 90 percent about one person. Right. And uh, when we originally started, I was a little, you know, a little worried about that. But as it turns out, um, listening to someone else's problems. <laughs> Uh, you're like, you get a me too feeling like, right. oh, wow, no, me too. And yeah. and again, their willingness to be super transparent and to do the work just sets the example for everybody else that this is a safe place to do the work, that you can spend the time, that you're not going to be processed. We're going to be like, well, huh, huh, you had five minutes of commenting. Right. Your time's up. Like right. time to move on. Or, you know, these are the three questions we're allowed to ask tonight. And let's right. write them down. And if you don't have any reflections on that, oh, well, I guess tonight's not good. but Like,
1: yeah. And like I said, I mean, mo- most things are just going to stem from that from that genuineness, but that, that's a great point because I I can't say I was, I, when, when I, when I realized that that might be the dynamic that I could have some serious time addressed and not feel like it was detracting from anything that that's what really allowed me to open up. Right. Because I've been to counselors and I've been to therapists that are watching the clock and, and you just, it, that's structured to me, you yeah know? and they're very structured they, that you're, right. you're one out of 15 people they are going to see that day. So the, the whatever the opposite is, that is what I want the group to be.
0: I will tell you yeah. that if you think about starting a group like this, uh, you don't need to have anything scheduled afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Morning groups are tough because everybody has to go to work and you're just not going to have this kind of experience in that scenario. Right. You have got to really be willing to sit there and, and do the work. And guys, man, I tell you, when God tells you to love your brother, this is it. Yeah. This is the process of loving people. Mm -hmm. It is this idea that you're willing to spend the time with someone and just work through crap, you know? And, uh, I think a lot of people shy away from that, but I I can't tell you from a, from a group leader's perspective, it is a life changing experience. It's a, it's a life changing experience. Mm. When you have a moment where you make a difference in someone's life, you'll get on that drug and you'll never want to get off. It is the coolest thing on the planet. It's almost like, and this is crazy. It's almost like the Bible told us exactly how to be happy. <laughs> it's weird, um, and man, I was I was against it. Man, I wanted, like I said, I wanted a Porsche and a jet, and like this was happiness. And now I know what real happiness is, man. It is, it is this yeah. it joy, is, dude, man. It's like, it's like, can you? okay, so now this was eight. How do we do 3,000, yeah. right? Like we've got to figure out how to help more people. So the group's not ending. Right, uh, there's, That's not going to happen. What is going to happen though is we're going to uh, we're going to mentor another group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys are all going to be a part of that as sort of the, the uh, elder generation mm-hmm. in the second. And um, we're really excited about what next semester might bring. You know, if you're out there and you're listening to this and, and you feel like maybe you thought about starting a small group, I, I got to tell you, that might be a prompting from God, mm-hmm. you know? God may be trying to take you in a new direction with your life there is so much power in doing this stuff yeah it's what we're called to do it it is it is this is loving your neighbor that's all I can say this mm. is it this is where it happens it mm. happens as a small group i know I've been talking to our, our our um even our pastor at our church and just spend a little time with him saying hey man i i don't I said, we got to get this right. We got to get small groups right. Because if we don't, man, this is the only place it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, churches are cool, and it's great to go to the show on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But discipleship, it doesn't happen at a church. It yeah. happens in a small group. That's where God shows up in a really crazy, meaningful way. Right. So if that's your prompting, I say just do it. Just do it. And when you do it, bring your stuff. Don't worry about being perfect. Don't uh, worry 100%. about, you know, don't worry about having do you know, have to have all the right answers. Just be willing and to put it all out there, and you know Peyton said many times tonight, the more transparent you're willing to be, mm-hmm. the more powerful your group is going to be yeah and and i'm I'm not kidding, and to be honest, if you've got a group of people who showed up and and they can't handle you being honest uh then you don't have the right people yet right don't worry about that
1: and and just the degree in which you know you can tell from us when we have a lot of work to do and when we're not maybe hitting that hundred percent for that show, we can tell the same from you. Yeah. So if you're not willing I, to bring that, which has never happened, right. That, that hit it it, 100% it, all the time, but yes, yeah, <laughs> yes and no. The, yes. I yes. You not. have lots I of not. things you know, <laughs> that, that we all need to work on, but I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have been at the same place if I would have sensed that it wasn't a hundred percent there.
0: Yeah. It's gotta be both ways. And I think if you're willing to do that in your small group, man, you could have something amazing. Yeah. And don't underestimate your story and your ability to use that story to change someone's life. Right. Because someone out there needs to hear right. what you have to say. Yeah. And that's a cliche, but it's true. Your God's test not is, prompting you for nothing. Right. Yeah. Well, it's cliche, but, you know, uh, they say your test is your testimony. And, and it's true. Mm. Right? So bring that to your group and... Uh, it probably my guess is the way this stuff usually works out, about January-ish, your, your church will probably be prompting you guys to, to start small groups for the spring semester. Uh, again, if this is on your heart, whether you need to attend or whether you're you should you're feeling like you should create one, I say go for it. You can't get this stuff wrong. Peyton did mention, you know, you can you can wind up in the wrong group. Right. That's okay, mm-hmm. uh, and you should just keep going. But Prayer on both sides will hopefully help that a lot. Pray, yeah. pray that you find the right group, and then if you're going to start a group, pray that they bring you the that God brings you the right, right. people. And so, with that said, we're going to sign off for tonight. And uh, Peyton, man, thanks so much for joining. This Thank is you. going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to kind of a long uh, long semester or two with you, just spending some time exploring some topics. I know yeah. you've got a lot of really cool. Guy reads more books. I need physical books. That's not true. You read it on the Uh, iPad.
1: Yeah, both.
0: Yeah, I give him a hard time. He's always on the iPad. Yeah. But um, all right. So no worries. Uh, And we'll see you guys uh, next time.
1: Later.